everybody, this is Tova from Operation Tube Top, and it's another podcast. Uh, this time, it's just going to be me. Uh, sorry about that. Um, at least you won't have the maniacal giggle that you've all gotten used to. Or maybe you haven't, and maybe you dislike it, but oh well, that's that's me. Uh, I was actually watching uh, baby videos the other day, and there was a, I think, six-month-old, and I thought, yeah, we have the same laugh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so if you've listened to the last two podcasts, uh, one was with one of my closest friends, Deborah. That was a lot of fun. That was um, something that we are going to repeat. We talked about it the other day, and I think we're going to do a monthly uh, podcast together. And I think the next one is going to be a Thanksgiving theme, even though we're both Canadian and Thanksgiving already passed, but we'll do an American Thanksgiving. And of course, we'll probably do a Christmas one as well. Kind of an Andy Williams thing, I guess. Um as you could have, as you heard, um, that's kind of how we are um, actually all the time. We go off on tangents and interrupt each other, and uh, we could talk forever. Uh, right now, we're currently trolling each other with uh, emotional videos. Uh, I posted yesterday a video about a disabled squirrel and uh, told her I wanted that for Christmas, and then she decided to post uh, videos of soldiers coming home to their families and surprising them. Now, Fun fact, uh, sometimes I like to cry, and uh, I will sometimes, if I'm in the mood, just go and uh, watch these kinds of videos. It's um, maybe masochistic, but it's uh, it's a good way to tap into the emotions, uh, but these things kill me. They're just so lovely, and um, you're so happy for the families, but it's just also heartbreaking because you know that they've been off uh, for a long time been away for a long time. So after she posted the video of the soldiers, I decided to tag her one in a little boy that started walking for the first time and he has cerebral palsy. So, um, yeah, this is emotional warfare. <laughs> it's kind of, I guess what we do, we used to go to this one cafe called the Kepler cafe when I used to live in the tenth, And, uh, sometimes we'd call it the crying cafe because we would just, uh, either tell each other, um, sad stories or, um, something tragic had happened to us. But, um, that's what we do sometimes. Other times we just laugh. Um, the other podcast was with the lovely Thomas from Sofort, which is such a cool company. And as I said, look them up, uh, tr- book a tour, you get souvenirs at the end. And, uh, it's really, it was a, it was really fun to do. And as I said, he was the first guy on the podcast and there will be more in the future. If anyone wants to talk to me. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess today I'm just going to talk a little bit of the last few days and what's being planned. And, uh, as I wrote in the blog, we went to the hospital on Tuesday because the kid had to get some shots because his pediatrician is like, this kid's too strong. I can't do it on my own. Uh, and we were kind of thinking, what are we going to do? Uh, I thought maybe blow dart. Um, but luckily our stomach specialist who has been a godsend, said, yeah, no, I don't mind shooting your kid. Uh, so we were like, great. And so we met at the Sankt Anna Spital, 
And the kid was getting a little bit bored after waiting about 20 minutes, and he hadn't really figured out where we were, <laughs> thank God. And then, uh, of course, the door opened, and the doctor comes out, and the kid turns into Gandhi, and he protests by lying on the ground and just not moving. So as I'm saying hi to the doctor and shaking his hand, I'm dragging my child uh, across the hallway floor to the examination room, uh, parenting. So uh, the husband, the kid, and I walk in. There are two nurses and two doctors, and we take off the kid's shirt. And I guess the two nurses are kind of discussing how they're going to do it, and the doctors are trying to figure out what they're going to do. And one of the nurses, she's kind of bosomy, she's a little bit older, and she says to the kid, like, come, jump on my lap. And I was thinking, yeah, good luck, lady. No, no, he crawled right in there. Um, she had him facing her, which I think was a brilliant idea. And um, I think he likes bosoms. So he snuggled right in. <laughs> and the I quickly said, you know, um, just to warn you, he can bite. And she kind of gave me this look. And I was like, oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> um, so then the other nurse kind of held his legs a little bit. And then both doctors, either side, jab. Tim in the arm and I gasped and the husband gasped and we waited for the scream um, but the kid just kind of yelled for a second and then slid off her lap and started to giggle and pranced around topless so we kind of chased him around to get band-aids on his arms um, put his shirt back on he just thought this was like the most attention he's ever had in his life uh, the nurses and doctors kind of congratulated themselves on job well done I jokingly said I would get my shots done there as well. And uh, then the kid and I walked out while the husband kind of figured out uh, some of the paperwork and we'll be back in four weeks. So again, I'm so, so, so great, grateful um, to this doctor and to the nurses there that we were able to do this. It's um, very, very difficult when you have a kid uh, who's um, autistic and nonverbal and unable to really understand what's happening. And if the doctors are, uh, you know, kind of unable to, hold him and kind of understand. So big kudos to them. And if you do have a child with autism here in Vienna, I recommend this doctor highly. Um, if you have any stomach issues with him, I find him great. Um, expensive, but great. I'm just going to take a quick pause because apparently there's a ton of people um, in the hallway yelling, which will tie into a story in a little bit. One second. Okay, I'm back. Um, just the neighbors. Uh, we really, really like our neighbors. They're a couple with uh, two kids and... Um, We've never had any issues with them, and it's it's great because it's always like, hi, how are you? Great, good, have a good, okay, bye-bye. Um, so that's perfect, and uh, I remember when we first moved here, I think they went away for the weekend, and they were robbed, and I would know I wrote about this, but I remember getting up in the middle of the night because I heard a noise, and I was just like, oh, new apartment, I'm still adjusting, and I kind of heard a weird noise in the hallway, and I just ignored it, and then they got back the next day, and they said they had been robbed, and apparently... In these like Altbau, these old buildings, there's we have these kind of paneled doors, and I guess the burglars had knocked out the bottom panel and crawled in through that and crawled out through that. And I, to this day, am so grateful I did not look out that peephole while somebody was crawling out of that little square from the door because I would have passed out. Uh, but I wish I could have done something. And I remember just feeling so guilty that we had moved in and then they had been robbed. And I wanted to be like, you can look around our place. We have nothing of yours. Really, honestly, uh, you just feel guilty. It's like when you go into a shop and you're obviously not stealing anything, but you want to be like, I'm holding this away from my purse. And I hope you know that I'm just looking and maybe purchasing this soon. Um, I don't know what that is. I guess it's just, uh, just normal weirdness and guilt. 
anyway, so after our hospital visit, we originally were going to take a taxi because uh, we didn't know the state that the kid would be in, but he was totally fine. So we took uh, the 13A bus back. Um, he ate some food, and then I got changed because I was meeting my friend uh, for our uh, restaurant meetup at DeCapo. So every few months we go there, and we are each other's um, – we can enable each other, but we had made a decision that that evening we were going to be very good. So two bottles of wine later and some limoncello. Uh, that's That was us being good. And we kept saying, well, look at the time. It's so early. We're doing so well. Um, but it was a really fun night. And uh, we had pizza. I like DeCapo because it's so gorgeous inside of these kind of vaulted uh, low ceilings and stone pillars. And uh, it's great for people watching. You've got like a kind of a mixture of, of people. And in the summer, it's lovely. You can sit outside and the service has always been fantastic. And um, yeah, that was a really ridiculously fun uh, night. And while I was out for dinner, I checked my phone and I had a message about this talk that I'm going to be giving soon, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, and the woman who's organizing it wrote me and she's like, oh, just look over this event page and let me know if everything's okay. And I was like, yeah, it looks good. And then I looked at the date, which would have been the next day um, from the night of me eating pizza and drinking lots of wine. And I kind of went into a panic attack and I was like, okay, well, we'll have one more bottle of wine and then I'm going to go home and write this speech. Um, but turned out it was uh, wrong and everything's f fine. I would not have had to um, do a last minute speech. So for people who are in Indiana and interested in hearing me talk about autism and our life with the kid, so pretty much everything I ever talk about, also about the fine and the future plans, uh, please come on by. I'll be posting a link on Facebook um, on the Operation Tube Top page, so you can find the details there. It's November 14th uh, um, on, uh, on Tuesday. I think it starts at 630 the tickets are 10 euros, um, and the money is going to the Frauenhaus, which is pretty much a, a shelter for women. Very, very important. Also to know, you can't buy tickets at the door. You have to buy them either online or at the clubhouse. I didn't know this until a friend asked me if she could buy tickets for me, and I was like, oh, just buy them at the door. And she's like, no, uh, it says, and I was like, I should read um, things closer. So please know that you can't just show up and buy the tickets. You have to buy them online or at the clubhouse. But all the details will be posted, so don't worry about that. I'm very much looking forward to it. I have actually started writing um, my talk, and uh, I'm not terrified yet, but I will be. Uh, and the fun thing is that we're getting his shots on the same day, so um, I will be, I'll be, emotions will be a little bit high, so it'll be fine, it's going to be great. Um, speaking of emotions, yeah, I've been running a, a lot ever since the kids started school, I think the second week, I started running in the mornings because he gets picked up so early, that gives me a lot of time before I have to head to work. And um, it's very therapeutic for me, the, I had to take a week off because I was sick, but I'm back at it. And uh, this morning I actually did a 7K run, which uh, for me was kind of a new record. I'm very excited about that. Um, I'd like to think it's 7K. I mean, based on the time it should be. I mean, who knows? It could have been 3K. I could have been walking backwards, but I did it. And uh, proud of myself for that because I think running has really become something that I need to do. And uh, the great thing is that I kind of multitask. I can listen to podcasts that I want to listen to, not feel... Like, it's my own time, and I used to not listen to anything because I couldn't run to music because I'd put on Taylor Swift and kind of run myself to an asthma attack because I'd run too fast. So podcasts are absolutely perfect. It's killing two birds with one stone. And I went on a run um, also Friday morning, and I posted a picture. It was super foggy, 
and was running down a main street and it was I couldn't see much in front of me and I was like this this is a little rapey I'm gonna I don't know it was a little scary but I did run really fast so um new record there too uh but what I have to say about exercise for me I I've always kind of done some kind of workout and I still love hot yoga when I have the time to do it I'm actually going spinning um November 4th because a new studio is opening up in the fourth district um but running has really become something I never thought I would really enjoy it it feels great it feels like I'm running away from my problems and not dealing with them <laughs> uh yeah analyze that so um Yesterday was Friday, yes, I went to work, and then in the afternoon I had some time to kill, so I went to Maria Hilfestrasse, and I went to the shop called Tiger, if you don't know Tiger, uh, it is a store from Denmark, and it's kind of like a dollar store, but super cute, they've got the most amazing things, I bought a pair of super fluffy slippers for 7 euros, and then I stopped at Lush, and I got myself to... Uh, face masks, because I have to say I absolutely adore their face masks. They have one called Don't Look at Me, which is amazing. And then I bought one called Mask of Magnanimity, I think it was. So um, that was kind of my plan for Friday night. I also bought some supplies, which I'll talk about afterwards. Uh, headed back home. The kid was in a fantastic mood. We ordered some Chinese food. And there had been a note downstairs in the hallway from an apartment. And right above us is kind of what's called a vague. So it's a um, a kind of a student apartment. So I think three students live in um, the place. And I'm thinking, this is, I can't imagine back in my day living in a place like this, but this is Austria and Vienna. And uh, they had written a note saying they were having a big party and if it was too loud to call them or knock on the door and they would try their best. And I, they've had parties in the past and it has been very loud. Um, but it's, it, it's manageable. And I'm also like, you know, they've warned us. I don't really care as long as the kid's not waking up. It's all right. Um, and also because I'm having a party next week. So I figured I'll be benevolent. I can't speak. So uh, the husband went out to get the Chinese food. And then um, our doorbell rang. And it was two young women who live upstairs, and they're like, oh, just wanted to let you know we're having a party tonight. Please let us know if it's too loud. It was really sweet. And it was 7, and their party was starting at 8, and I looked at them, and I wanted to be like, go get ready. What are you doing? Um, but I guess students are different now. Um, I, I put on a lot of makeup in college, but maybe that was it's a different time, a different era. But they were sweet, and I said, no problem. Uh, and then I regretted saying that, which I'll get to in a minute. So, um, kid went to bed quite early. He was exhausted and we had dinner and then I decided to head to the bedroom to do some crafts and listen to last podcast on the left. I of course listened to the Ted Bundy, um, Ted Bundy podcast, which was terrifying. And I sewed and the music upstairs started kind of at eight and it wasn't so bad, but you know, I don't like that bass thump, thump, whatever, but I was like, okay. That's fine. No problem. Um, I'm young at heart. And you could hear people in the hallway kind of going up to the party. It wasn't so bad. Um, it got a little bit louder, but I was like, I'm tired. I'll sleep through this. And so I fell asleep around 10. And then at 1.45 in the morning, I thought our place was being bombed. I, or I thought our apartment building was going to crash because someone had put on like crisscross 
or something and the jumping and the banging and it was the loudest thing I'd ever heard. Of course, it woke up the kid even though his room's not close to where the noise was coming from, but he crawled into bed and he kind of looked up there like the hell. And I was like, I know, I don't know, kid, I don't, ugh. And so I made him some milk and then he went back to bed and my husband went into his bedroom and I probably should have too because it just got louder and louder. And they were listening to, I don't know, like Spice Girls, so okay, and Lady Marmalade and Mr. Bright Side, I think is the song, which I love. And I was like, but they're all 20. Like, why? this is my music. This is mine. What are you doing? Ugh. And, you know, I, I, I tried not to fume as another hour passed and the jumping continued and the dancing and it was just so loud. And I was like, no, they had told me, they had warned me. They said I could come by if it was annoying me. I'm just, I'm going to let this go. It's just one night. It's okay. And then I was like, I have three options. I can go sleep in the kid's room. Number one. Number two, I can go upstairs and I can like ring the bell and say, I don't mind the music. And I don't mind the drugs and the alcohol, but the jumping has got to stop or I'm going to cut someone. And I decided not because then probably they would pass me a drink and then I would be the one jumping up and down. Um, And then the third option, which was the option I decided to go for, which we like to call the passive aggressive option. I went into the kitchen and I found the broom and I'm not proud. I'm not proud. And then I went and stood on my bed and tried to bang the ceiling with the broom, uh, the top of the broom, and I'm too short. So I started jumping on the bed, uh, almost in time to the music, and still could not reach the uh, ceiling. And so then I went into the living room and took a dining room chair and dragged it into the bedroom and stood on it and tried to hit the ceiling. And again, I am too short. Um, So the frustration level was rising. I then jumped in the air with the broom to hit the ceiling and um, almost died. And that was at the moment where I was like, this is not, this is not how I want to end my life. So I decided I'm just going to wait for one more song. And if it doesn't stop, I'm going upstairs. And I waited and then I waited for two songs. So I was like, come on, they're kids. They're having a good time. No, but nothing's happened. And I waited. And then finally, I think, Oasis came on and the jumping stopped and I was fine. And I think the music finally ended at quarter to four. Um, yeah, so uh, my plan for today is to maybe ring their doorbell and run a few times. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. The thing is, is also we're having a party uh, next week on Saturday and it's going to be loud. The thing is, is that it's the woman downstairs I'm worried about. And uh, the good news is that we don't have loud music playing ever. It's just people kind of, you just hear that noise um, unless people start falling down. But uh, so that was last night. I'm a little tired. But the good news is that I get to sleep today because the in-laws have offered to take the kid for the night. So the husband left just a little while ago. They're taking the tram. And pretty much the plan for me is to put on pajamas and stay in bed and just, uh, not stay in bed, stay on the sofa. As I said, a bilateral meeting of my ass and my sofa, and uh, I'm going to watch a lot of TV, and then we might go out for dinner somewhere nearby, or maybe just order in if it's raining. I don't know. We've got 24 hours uh, to do nothing, and when the door closed and the husband headed out, I did sing a little song of 24 hours all to myself. I'm very excited. Um, I do love my child, but, you know, you need a break sometimes. So, um, 
yeah, the, the one of the last things I want to talk about is actually this, what I've been working on and what you've probably seen on Instagram or Facebook are these collars that I'm working on. So I've decided that I need to make more money and, um, you know, it, <laughs> It's nice to have more money. It's we have a lot of costs, and I also wanted to do something that was crafty and fun, and something I can do in the evenings. So I've started making a line of collars, detachable collars, and I made one that's black with two pearls, and then I have made one that's kind of hand painted white silk, and it's kind of a stretchy silk, uh, not silk, sorry, lace, um, stretchy lace, but it's not a real lace, but it's still lacy, and. I kind of was wondering what theme I was going to go for because I like to have a theme and I had some like visions in my head, but I was like, no, I have to give these things names. They've got to have, um, kind of a style. And I was kind of struggling with what I was going to come up with. Was I going to be kind of gothy or was it going to be, um, something puritanical style? Um, and then when I was walking home one night, I was near Nashmarked and I looked up and I saw those beautiful buildings <clears throat> And I was like, oh, I live in Vienna, Jugendstil, Art Nouveau, let's go with that. So um, I do love that era in terms of the art and the architecture and the furniture and the jewelry, and all of it. And I was like, that's perfect. So the, the black collar that you saw from a couple weeks ago is now called the Sarah uh, Bernhardt uh, collar. And uh, it's funny because my mother used to call me that when she thought I was being dramatic. And I... I was never dramatic. I just was emotional. Uh, I do remember, and she still remembers when she told me to cheer up one day, and I think I was about 13, and I was like, I'm just in the mood to be depressed, okay? <laughs> and uh, I think she was like, I, I get that. Enjoy. Uh, so um, I think that lasts about 10 minutes because I'm not usually somebody who likes to, um, what's it called, live in self-pity. Anyway, so that one is the Bernhardt uh, collar, and then I finished one last night, which is going to be called uh, Judith, which is placed on Klimt, and it's got gold and black, and it's got a ribbon in the back to tie, and I'm really kind of obsessed with it right now, and I'm going to be wearing that a lot. Um, I also have a white one that I've made, which I haven't posted a picture yet, that also has two pearls, which will be more of a Bernhardt one as well, but I've got to come up with a bit of a variation of the name. And I, yeah, I want, I have the one that I said that I painted, which is kind of this stretchy lace. It's going to be, um, it was inspired actually by Alfonso Mucha, who was that very famous kind of poster painter from the turn of the century. So it's very pretty. It's something that maybe I wouldn't wear, um, cause it's got color, <laughs> but it's, I think it would be really gorgeous with, um, kind of like a very simple white sweater or, uh. Yeah, I'll post a picture of it when it's completely done. I need to get about eight different variations. I've started an Etsy shop, but it's not um, ready to be kind of um, unveiled. I want to get a lot of pictures of the products up and uh, different descriptions and then hopefully start selling. They're going to be made to order, so people have to send me their um, neck size. And uh, then I will... Um, hopefully make a lot of them and uh, have a little bit of extra spending money. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this line. I'm, I think it's a fun thing for me to do and, uh, not that I needed more to do, but sometimes in the evening I don't want to be constantly online or responding to emails and I just want to listen to something or watch something. And it's a great way to kind of multitask and it's very calming for me. So I'm in a happy place. I have to say, like I have, 
with the running, um, with the crafts in the evenings and going out a little bit less, it's been very good for me. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back. I'm finding a good balance right now. And then I'll lose all that balance when it gets crazy just before Christmas. Um, so speaking of turn of the century, um, or just before, uh, CC. So I want to do a CC one, um, of course, because I live in Vienna. And coincidentally, my dad had wrote me um, an email the other day, and he was like, oh, I'm watching one of those old uh, CC films that they used to make um, starring and now I've blanked, Romy Schneider. Who is an who was an Austrian actress, and I loved these films when I was a kid. I was obsessed with them, and my sister loved them too. And they're so pretty, and they're so, um, you know, they show Bavaria, Germany, and she wears big dresses, and she's gorgeous. And they don't really talk about the fact that she married her first cousin. Um, and I wrote my dad after he'd written me that email. I was like, Yeah, did you know that Franz Josef, who was the emperor and her husband, gave her a venereal disease? Um, and he was like, what? Well, it must've been a mild one cause he lived forever. And it's like, good, good dad. Great. Um, but it's true. I would actually love to see a new CC film. I think it could be so gorgeous and amazing. Uh, I, I am under no illusion that she was a great person. I read a book years ago, which was quite eye opening um, as to what she went through and who she was. And, um, I don't think she was happy. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was really a happy marriage. Maybe, maybe there was at the beginning a little something, something, but, uh, the one thing in this book they do describe, and I remember reading this and tearing up and it was, uh, Franciosa, they had been separated for a long time and spoiler alert, she was murdered. Um, I think she was in her sixties at the time and they had lived apart for a long time, but they were still technically married and he was at his desk, um, in a palace. And somebody comes in to tell him the news that she had been killed. And then apparently he looked up at the painting of her that was kind of behind his desk. And he said, no one will ever know how much I loved her. Um, maybe that's just a, a myth, but uh, that sounds nice. Besides the fact that you slept around, you dick. Um, but I guess that's what people did back in the day. And maybe still do. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, yeah, coming up next Saturday, a week from now, is the Halloween party. I have a lot to do. I have to get groceries. I have to do final touches. The day of the party is kind of crazy because I have to decorate the kid's room, uh, make it a swamp. So that's kind of, you know, minute his door, the minute he walks out the front door, his room is completely decorated. I've got to move some furniture around and then uh, finish up. I hope to get as much food making done on Thursday and Friday so I don't have to go crazy on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun and please no jumping. Uh, if you're here, uh, you can bang the ceiling though. I'll give you a broom if you're tall. I'm sure you could reach. Uh, and in other news, I am hoping to go to Dublin in the spring and the husband and I had been planning to go. It was, I think it was three and a half years ago. Uh, the in-laws were going to take the kid for a weekend and the husband and I were going to go to Dublin kind of as a later anniversary um, trip. And unfortunately this was the time that the kid, um, was diagnosed with autism and really wasn't the right timing. And it was kind of disappointing because I've always wanted to go to Dublin, but I saw that, uh, my favorite murder, the podcast, they're doing a live show there. And my little brain started to, um, think, Hey, maybe buy some tickets. So 
I haven't told the husband yet, so I haven't told the in-laws yet. Uh, there's absolutely no plan. I haven't bought the tickets, but this is going to be on my list. And uh, I'm hoping to do some more trips, um, either on my own or with friends. I feel like it's good every few months to kind of get out of Vienna. And um, I'll definitely be going to Canada next summer again. Uh, that, I think, is very important to see my family and to be surrounded by Canadians, as always, you guys are great. Uh, speaking of Canada, uh, we lost uh, Gord, who was from the Tragically Hip, and even though I wasn't, um, I wasn't a huge hip fan. I didn't have their CDs. I didn't um, know the names of the band members. It wasn't something that I would think like, oh, they're in concert. I should see them. But it was always a soundtrack um, to the years that I would be in Canada, and it was always. Um, you hear that music and you're like, this is a Canadian road trip song, or this is my life in Canada. And if you have friends on Facebook who are Canadian, uh, I would say most of them wrote something about this guy. I don't think there's ever been anybody who's been so respected and loved um, besides Paul Anka. I'm joking. Um, he, Gord was just a guy that really kind of embodied what an ideal Canadian is to us. Um, he was big on conservation and, you know, he was, big, he was working on a big project with water sanitation and he just was just a nice guy and uh, a smart guy and a poet. And uh, it was a really, it's a huge loss and, uh, you know, rest in peace for it. I think he is, yeah, it, I, I got really emotional when, um, when I saw the news, he had been diagnosed with a brain tumor last year and it didn't really affect me because it didn't seem um, real at that moment. And then when you see that he's passed and then you saw the tributes, um, I was in my office just kind of, uh, uh, crying my eyes out. And I don't usually do that, except if I'm watching videos of soldiers coming home. Um, yeah, so this is a bit of a random podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. I also hope you like my new intro song. That was, uh, that was a lot of research to figure out how I could use a song, uh, on my podcast. I had read that if I had a recording of something from, before 1932, that could be used without having to get any licenses. And I was like, yeah, that sounds a little old timey for me. Um, so I did some research and I ended up purchasing a license for a very affordable price. And I got a song and I love it. It's Peppy. Uh, her name's Alex Cohen. And I, I can't seem to find her anywhere, <laughs> but I love the song and I hope you guys enjoy it too. It's, uh, it was a, what is it, labor of love to try to figure out how to get it into this podcast. And now I think I finally figured it out properly. Um, coming up on the podcast, I will be interviewing a, an opera singer. It'll either be this next week or the week afterwards. I'm not sure yet uh, when we have time. So she is a singer at the Vienna State Opera House. So that's very exciting. Um, I have a few more other people that I have to interview as well, and um, yeah, still loving doing this. It's it's a lot of fun. It's become my little soapbox, um, very pretty much non-controversial soapbox. Again, I it's time for me to actually go to my sofa and uh, sit down and put my feet up, maybe watch some of the A-Team, and yeah, I'm very much looking forward to sleeping in a little bit tomorrow as well and not getting up at the crack of dawn to feed the kid cookies and get them on a bus. And uh, I hope you guys all have a great weekend. It's drizzly and I love it. And it's the perfect October weekend for me, especially to get in the mood for Halloween. So once again, as always, all I can say is 
Toodles!